0: So, what'd you think?
1: So, what did I think? My heart is still racing. My
0: heart is still racing yeah. from the end of the episode. Yes. It hasn't gone down since. It's like a transition seamless to this conversation.
1: Just yeah. My heart is racing. Um,
0: Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 5, titled... <laughs> we don't know yet.
1: <laughs> um, all right. Here's the thing. That episode was wild and mm-hmm. we can get into the details of certain things that did and did not happen
0: please
1: <laughs> but overall what i had hoped going into this episode was that i would be taken for a ride and i feel like that this episode delivered in the sense that i my heart is still racing at this point and you know, we'll spend the next week and the next hour nitpicking on things that we really liked and that we really didn't like, mm-hmm. but right now, and through that episode, I had myself a little time right right,
0: yeah, that was fun. It was also it was like really final, it felt really final, and I'm seeing the scenes of The Hound Sandor and wow. his brother.
1: I why did why did you just say Sandor and his brother as because, if it wasn't
0: <laughs> because Arya corrected his name
1: <laughs> yeah, and I thought I would too. I, I called him and I was like, for. no,
0: Sandor. And his brother Bull is what you. that is. I just I was just seeing it. I was I know, but he's dead now though. Wow! So it was fun before, but then no. I, when <laughs> I saw him getting lifted up with the fists and with his thumbs in the eyes, I, I was didn't. like, that's because it's hard to so many conflicted thoughts being. Stoked about seeing things happen, being ex- being excited about seeing things happen, and then seeing them happen to characters that you really care about.
1: Halfway through Cleganebowl, I said, "I don't like Clagamble anymore." <laughs> yeah,
0: because yeah, it was he was feeling pain, very wow. well portrayed by Rory McCann, feeling those uh, those moments of discomfort as he's being wow. battered by the mountain undead who mountain die. who won't die, die you fucker! <laughs> wow. And even Cersei, and especially Cersei, especially Cersei, someone that we've had really cross stuff to say about for a long time, and that's putting it mildly. It, her last moments, that was that was something for me. Lena Headey was so good in this episode. It's like they were saving yeah. her for the bitter end. Yeah. It's like they, her performance was so <laughs> it was good. It's cracking
1: up when Click game Boy was happening, and she just <laughs> runs away.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to go ahead and leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: going to get out of here.
0: Jeez.
1: Um, Wow, when she and Jamie are Yeah. Jamie
0: That was the I think that was the high point of the episode for me.
1: Jamie and Cersei. Yeah. When they look at each other and it's only us.
0: When she was when she when when it was all escaping from her, that moment of of giving up, that moment when she understood that not only that the game was up and that her plans would change, that's something she'd been letting go of sequentially over the course of a long time. And especially after her walk of atonement certain things in her life became clear and moving forward, they were never going to be the same. And I think that her being pregnant was a reminder of a lot of things about life and uh, a lot of things about how, like for us moving forward in the series about the world continuing or not continuing, but then here comes Daenerys Targaryen and it doesn't matter.
1: The bells rang anyway. Yeah. It
0: doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because she alternative to you, was pushed to the bitter end
1: mm-hmm.
0: in her own way. Yeah. And wow. at least for the story's sake, became the Mad Queen. It's like a almost like a buzzword catchphrase to say it at this time. Something I did not see happening in the episode, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to have some thoughts about, a lot of feelings. When you saw in the episode tonight when Daenerys decided, when the city had very clearly said, all right, well, we're going to ring the bells, even though Cersei really doesn't want to, you could tell she did not want that to be a thing. I wasn't sure if she called for that to happen or not. But when it did happen, it didn't matter because she turned Drogon on the rest of the city and she started murdering innocent people along with soldiers that had or had not already thrown their arms down.
1: When Grey Worm yeah. went for it, mm. I mean, that's the moment What were, that your, it was what were on? your
0: feelings in that moment?
1: I don't like, know. Were you on
0: his side?
1: I I mean, yeah. I, I 100% see and feel and hear where Grey Worm's coming from and where Daenerys is coming from mm-hmm. and where all of their anger and drive and everything has pushed until that moment. And as Daenerys looks like she's flying up to Cersei as the bells are ringing and mm-hmm. it seems as if this is her moment to ascend the throne – um, and then that's just right before all hell breaks loose. It, it's. I mean, it's. It was intense, and I think that seeing Jon's reaction to what Grey Worm did, seeing what happened with Arya, yeah, I.
0: Like the the result of Daenerys doing her mm-hmm. at that moment, making her own decision, and the way that it affected everyone. Mm-hmm. That's just a a way to attach, I mean, that's, that's the like skeleton of what happened, but obviously there's feelings and realities to attach to all of it and to have it delivered in a format, in a setting. And by someone like Grey Worm to John in that moment, those are some of the, those are along this episode, the director and the showrunners who both wrote this episode, the director being Miguel Sapochnik, who's returning, who directed the battle for Winterfell who directed The Battle of the Bastards, who directed Hard Home, who directed The Winds of Winter, which also depicted some destruction in King's Landing. Mm-hmm. This is a return to that for him. There are moments along this episode where no matter how you feel about how they're handling the story of Game of Thrones, I think made you feel some pretty exciting things.
1: Oh my and, gosh. And and that's it. But
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that, that that's it, though. I yeah. think like even if you are Bemoaning the whole thing, even if you're watching this, the Euron and and Jamie exchange, and you're going, "Why are Euron and Jamie fighting? Yeah. Why is, is there any time in this last episode yeah. being wasted on Euron and Jamie being together?" Right. That kind of stuff aside, there was there was some moments where it was like, "Oh,
1: Tyrion walking you, through, you rose it up." Yes. Tyrion walking through gates that were on fire. Mm. Any gate scene, there's a lot of epic gate scenes (laughs) in this this episode, but a lot of really intimate moments with folks in King's Landing, Mm -hmm. with our characters that made what we've been talking about all season, that made this episode shine, just the way that it was portrayed. I'm having a really hard time pulling my thoughts together. I just keep thinking about... Arya dying every five seconds. Yeah, that
0: was rough. You thought uh, she was dead when the 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 moment had pivoted after, I think it was after Jamie and Cersei had been I crushed underneath she the red keep.
1: Made it out alive. I can't believe Jamie and Cersei died like that.
0: Really? No Valencar.
1: I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and be upset that about Valencar necessarily. But I'm just so, so Shocked by his arc.
0: Mm. About, About going back to her and then eventually just dying from collateral damage, essentially.
1: Yeah. And I guess, you know, I don't know. But to me, that that was something interesting that I was not expecting. And I do think that their final moments together were really touching it was but i just for me it was it (laughs) it was something that
0: it was it was sublime it was sublime in in a sense where art i think it it, if it's a painting it comes off the page Mm -hmm. from or comes off the paper for a moment that that was a moment for me where when they were looking at each other yeah and they were understanding that this is is the end what is everything and he's like everything is and was us this Mm -hmm. was our addition to everything yeah this was our addition to existence everything else. Be it as it may, this is the end, this is what it was, this is it.
1: It's like Tyrion and Jamie's conversation, which was another huge highlight for me before we even get into any of the battle scenes. The two of them in the tent together mm. and knowing that it was the last time that they were going to see each other for real, for yeah. real. And Tyrion breaking down like he did. Yeah. And Tyrion looking out for his siblings in the way that he did. I mean, returning the favor essentially to, to Jamie. That was just another, um, that was just an amazing moment.
0: That was cool. I I, I mean, the way Jamie was holding his little brother. Yeah. He was holding him. Like he was just like, he was his little brother. He was holding him as if the rest of the stuff didn't matter. And that's how a lot of the, Elements in this episode were approached, and I know that a lot of people feel p- probably a little bit Discomfortable That's not how you say it. they discomfortable.
1: feel. Dis- <laughs> Comfortable,
0: They feel they don't feel right. It doesn't feel right because they're they're wondering where it's like where was the
1: where was Santa? You know the, way the that, same. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry.
0: Why wasn't this? Why wasn't a lot of stuff like this before this episode? Yeah, you know, and yeah. this episode still had its problems, but why wasn't? why why didn't the i feeling. feel this way yeah. about these characters along the course of this season mm-hmm.
1: i really to wanted set up to f- these moments. i really wanted to feel this way i was like please before, when we were live before i was like i just want us to come out of this episode with something having been game of thrones you know right. and i just when when daenerys decides to turn on king's landing after the bells told that, that's i mean we've been talking about her in this trajectory and becoming the mad queen and she very clearly i mean after her conversation with Tyrion and how disheveled she looks and just she's lost everything what that was is so well captured i love that oh my gosh it was well cause she just is so usually so put together and the way that she says dracarus to Varys to kill him it's just so matter of fact
0: it was just like none of this really mattered None of this had to happen. And I'm sure that's how a lot of people were feeling about some of the decisions Daenerys has been making lately. Mm -hmm. Like, none of this had to happen. Right. And and yet.
1: Yet. Here we are. She's
0: like, Chakaris.
1: Just matter of fact. Let's move on. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's a definite mood. That's
0: a definite mood for, for Daenerys moving forward. We didn't see her face after she made that decision no. to turn.
1: No, we don't she need became,
0: to. It, it just it all became a hellish nightmare. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting to see Arya embroiled in the middle of that wow. conflict. And to I see thought her Arya was... role in these battles be so similar between the two. To see the, the demons that she's potentially facing in her life. And that moment where Sandor was like, oh. you don't need to do this. Yeah. And she did, at the end of all things, it turns out that, at least in this story, that was the that was the person she needed to say it. Mm -hmm. and needed or needed to hear it from and uh what a what like an exit strategy out of it seemed to me like there was like a brightness that that the actress was trying to portray within her when that moment pivoted forward and she used the hound's name yeah and maybe it was Arya stepping toward a different fate one that where she didn't want to die here and that nice things might be okay and She had the whole just hell of King's Landing to exit in that
1: process. She barely made it out alive. I'm so glad that Arya didn't die being trampled, though. Yeah.
0: I was thinking about the potential of collateral damage when I was watching that fight, and I was seeing Jon running with all of his men, and and seeing it would cut away to an overhead shot of the city where Daenerys was just, like, she was mowing a lawn. She Mm -hmm. was just sequentially cutting down different roads and different stretches of buildings. I wonder what's to stop her from taking down her own men. Right. Or John or Davos.
1: Right. I really liked that we didn't see her face after she made that decision. Because I think that we got to be in King's Landing in the way and, – and, and see everybody's worst fear come to life. So instead of her being hailed as a hero, we get to watch all the kids burn and all of the worst fears of anybody – in anywhere <laughs> come, <laughs> coming true, and it's it's so interesting because as this episode was starting, mm. it w- I was cheering for Daenerys for the first time. What felt like a really long time. Yeah, you said
0: that you know
1: as she, well, as she's taking all the ships out, she's taking out the fleet. Oh yeah, she's burning down all of the little dragon bows and whatever. Yeah. She's yeah, she's finally swiftly taking out her enemies and we're like, why couldn't she have done this the first time she met the oh, iron? Fleet? How
0: about, like, yeah, That's what you mean? Last episode. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, it sucks. That, that sucks. And that makes people feel weird that it doesn't work narratively.
1: Right. But you know, whatever I was totally here for her, yeah. finally getting some sort of victory on her turf, on her terms yeah, towards her goal. And that was something that was really exciting to see. And the tension that you feel from Tyrion and from everybody as, things start to unfold and nobody is sure how it's gonna go and then like i said all hell breaks loose it was um it was a wild episode yeah (laughs) a lot of wild
0: when she was up on the battlements and was looking over king's landing and the city bells were ringing and The Red Keep was in the distance, Mm -hmm. man. You could just see her. Like this was everything. This is what I I did it. I did
1: it.
0: I did it. Yeah. I was just so supercharged with her badassery when she was flying back, and it was showing the spine of Drogon, and he was flying just small overhead. But was that the moment when she decided? All right, well, fuck this. Yeah. And let's just take everybody off the map. Right. Whatever.
1: What Um, happens next?
0: None of these people matter. None of this matters. Like Jamie and Cersei said, we're the only ones that matter. This was the only thing that mattered. In Arya's case, it's like, well, as I'm leaving, not dying like this is the only thing that matters. Yeah. And then helping other people not die like this is the only thing that matters. All these final moments just compressing. And for, for the hound, it was to give it back to his brother.
1: And I'm he starts laughing.
0: So crazy. It's so crazy yeah. that, that 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 was the way that he. Needed to go, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Clegane will get hype. Yeah, I mean, hashtag we asked for confirmed. It. <laughs> we did ask for it. <laughs> hashtag confirmed. Them, him, the hound pushing his brother and himself off the side of the wall that and was, to watch them fall. That was cool all that was the cool.
0: way. Those down. were the moments I was talking about in the last episode. Slash I've yeah. been hoping for mm-hmm. for a while. That and when Arya was running. There's some. There's some very cool. And that all that time
1: that spent so with badass. Arya and the and the horse at the very end. Oh yeah! Wow. There that there was there was an intimacy that I think that we kind of missed a little bit in the mm-hmm. Battle of Winterfell. Mm-hmm. There was an intimacy with the people who were there, and the, I mean, with the Battle of Winterfell, there was a lot of confusion, and and there was a lot of our faves in very intense situations. But I think that some of these very. Those seemed very high level drawn out. This felt much more intimate in a way that I can't fully articulate right now, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe down the road. like I'll If I stare to. at my
0: notes, maybe the answer yeah, will I pop out literally, at Literally, <laughs> I'm just like
1: looking for I'm something. Thinking, I but. think
0: what you just said made me think about. Around the very beginning of the fight, when the soldiers were starting to lock into position, the music was very setting up, setting up. You know what I mean? Everyone's going into position, Lannisters are being Lannisters. It's not showing our guys until the very end of that, because we want to see just how locked in the King's Landing troops are. And the camera launches from familiar-looking angles of the infantry to this very intimate shot where it just slides down this thing. At first it pushes up, so it's on a crane. Mm -hmm. It pushes up and then it slides down this bell tower, which are pretty big parts of this episode, the bells. We had that awesome sequence where everyone's saying, ring the bells. wow!" Please, I hope nothing bad happens to all of us. I hope that this doesn't turn into Like something that's as bad as a natural disaster or something, Mm -hmm. where it's not only humans and troops that are running at me, that are running at me, but it's actual buildings, chunks of concrete, like worse than we imagined, bad enough to explode all this weird wildfire that's been buried around the city. Yep. But I like that. I liked when we got to feel a little bit of the town, like with the bell tower and other sort of just wakeful, very... They're the the kind of things that, as a viewer of a show, even if you're not technically trying to piece stuff apart or talk about it in a podcast, if you're just watching it and then going on living your life, there's something that was in there as they were painting the context of all this to you, where it feels like they gave you a little bit of extra care and they wanted to really make you feel introduced to the environment and feel like you were a part of it before all this stuff started to go down.
1: Right. You were talking... Before we recorded today about, or before we watched the episode today about seeing something like King's Landing burn and how that in and of itself is going to elicit enough emotion that no matter who lives or who dies, we're going to definitely feel Mm. some of that. And that's kind of what you're saying reminds me of that and how as we watch the walls of the Red Keep fall and as we see the map that Cersei had painted crumble Mm. and crack and as we see this place that even when we've got wildfire burning half the city, I mean, King's Landing has been untouchable in terms of some of the worst slaughters so far in A Song of Ice and Fire, or in A Song of Ice and Fire, now that mm-hmm. we're at the end. And to see it crumble in that way with one dragon by one because well, before
0: the, they would never turn the dragons against the city like
1: that. No. Not
0: like that. Not in, not at such scale, not not in the red keep. I mean, there've been there's been damage. And when you think about what happened to Harrenhal, right. No one really mourns the way that that was taken down, but it happened to them, but it's not it wasn't covered by aerial footage like this one. That's the difference. We ha- we only have stories to think about how those those towers were turned into candles this time. They didn't really get turned into candles. They were just structurally just she took she she meticulously took that place apart Can you, it started with the the uh the crossbows mm-hmm. and all the men on the battlements it was yeah. just so well thought out and executed i mean she was she was a a badass
1: with one dragon <laughs> in this
0: episode. Which with
1: just, one dragon, yeah, with and one dragon, no backup. I mean, no she backup. did that no on one, her own. No
0: one took them down. Where was she? Didn't this? need the second dragon Where, at all. Where's this
1: been though? Yeah, you I know. know. I know. As somebody who you know, we've been cheering for Daenerys since day one, and it's like this is what we. This is what we yeah. wanted her to come to Westeros and rain fire and blood. And I know that we've had this long debate about whether or not she should spare King's Landing. And as the kind of person who freed all these different people, does she have a responsibility to then have the same respect as she rolls into Westeros and her advisors, whether they've done a good job or not, whatever, that's something we can debate forever, brought her and led her into the position where she never really had the opportunity to rain down fire like she did finally in this episode. And I think whether or not you agree with the way that she did that or the fact that she did it at all is a different thing. But effective. But she finally had the opportunity to do what she wanted to do since she got here. Or not since she got here, since she was <laughs> born. Since she had her, since her dragons were hatched. You know, this was, this was finally it. And, you know, I don't know necessarily... Where I fall on if I think that she should have held back or not at right now. But she finally did it.
0: Well, if you're on the side of the Targaryens, who gives a shit? Because everyone turned their back on them.
1: But is there a Targaryen side anymore?
0: I don't think so. I don't know. It just... Why would you be on any of those people's side? I think is a alternate lesson from this series. But as a spectator that has no personal stakes in the matter. <laughs> I'm just like, Okay. Interesting decision that you made, Daenerys.
1: Very interesting decision.
0: I wonder what her plan is.
1: I don't think she has a plan. Yeah. I don't think she cares. She doesn't need a plan. I mean, after John she and John have that conversation and John says, You're my queen, and she's like, and nothing else? And he doesn't have anything to say. Yeah. The realization that she doesn't even have John anymore. Miss Sunday is gone. Everybody's gone. So what's the point? She can rule with fear, but how far does that get you? I don't know. It must
0: be fun to have one to say, right, look, I won.
1: Did she win, though? How far does that take her? Depends what does on, it look like in the on morning? What
0: you, what you want. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what she wants. It's hard to know because we haven't had that much time to really spend dancing around in her head or getting her. I mean, she seemed like she was really bothered with Sansa. So. Maybe that's next on the list. <laughs> you don't like that idea. <laughs> Me
1: blinking one thousand times. I mean, think about that now.
0: Think about I mean think, imagine if Sansa were here, how she would have felt about Sansa. If she if she, if she has the chance. This is
1: so so nothing. That that's nothing. So what does Danny do now? Goes and sits on the Iron Throne, where while everybody else regroups and says, "What the heck just happened?" While well, Tyrion and Jon and Davos and Arya and everybody, Grey Worm, if you made it,
0: everyone needed to escape the city
1: if they wanted to make it. Right. So which they, is a
0: crazy thing.
1: She knew that.
0: Yeah, she knew that at some point that they would have to. Get the hint. They're like, you guys get the memo, right? I'm just gonna torch this entire place, and we're gonna start start all over. Does she even want to rule anymore? That's or, what or I is don't she know. Just wanted to just tear shit down. That's
1: what I'm saying. It's it's I don't know. But
0: at some point, all of that became real, and it's been numbers and speculation for a lot of us for a long time. And I think that the way that the episodes have just kind of felt, and the way we sort of sing songly went from one location to the other. I think was really halted in its tracks in this episode, mm-hmm. especially when we were in that alleyway with John mm-hmm. and Grey Worm turned. And yeah. It, and, or or even before that, when we're in the alleyway with John and you see John killing not a zombie for the first time in a right. long time. Right. And he, he just fucking kills that guy because yeah. that guy's running up on him. And he's like, Hey, I'm not even Jon Snow. I'm yeah. John Targaryen. <laughs> yeah. I'm Aegon Targaryen. Walking Come through me. King's Landing. Walk at me. Yeah. Look at all of my guys. We're probably the baddest dudes that have been here in the longest of times. Yeah. And here we are walking through the streets like this. Let's Probably go. not a good idea to walk up to us right now. Yeah. And... They put down their arms. They put down their arms without a, a command. The Lannisters do. Without a command from anyone. Because they're like, these guys look pissed. That guy right there looks really pissed.
1: We and prob- we hear dragons. We
0: hear dragons. This probably would not be a good thing to keep fighting. And you see the life. You, you realize after John kills that guy. And after how mad he is. And, and you see it through his eyes. So like, imagine this is the function of a point of view chapter. And GRM wants to subtly show you all the anger and all the the choices and anticipation that led to this may not be worth what you're seeing happening, even if it should happen or even if they deserve it. I don't know if it should actually happen. Look at these are all these lives. Look Mm -hmm. at all these lives here. Is that a thing that should happen? And John doesn't want to happen. Right. So if he's our moral compass in this situation, he's like, oh, man. We're just going to murder them. They threw down their their arms, and we're just going to keep going. We're going to be those guys. We're going to be the guys that are on the side of the dragon that's flying and killing everyone. Oh, shit, we better leave, too. I mean, that's that's taking it up another level. But for a while, it's been Winterfell, little kid, look. Look at the king and queen. This is just like Bran. Right. And then look. It's Buckbeak and Harry flying. Mm-hmm. He can fly, Buckbeak. Yeah. And the music was like that, and there was the the roller coaster dive and stuff. That's mm-hmm. going to be in the theme park ride. Luckily, we've got that planned already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you don't want to put the King's Landing experience in there because there's a bunch of kids getting killed. John had to stop one of his men from raping someone in an alleyway.
1: Wow. I just. I'm thinking a lot about kind of what led us to that point. Exactly. Grey Worm going for it. Daenerys. And I think that from where we sit based off of season eight, it's really easy to look at all of this and say, this is so wildly out of left field. And this is so backpedaling in terms of character development. And I think when we look at somebody like Jamie Lannister, 100%. Backpedaling. <laughs> is Jamie's character going to end in this exact way? I don't.
0: He was almost killed by Euron Greyjoy.
1: I was so annoyed by that. I was like, Euron, not now. Of all the times, <laughs> this is not the time for you. If.
0: Although this was, episode, you were all right with Yuron. You were like, "Why is Euron, the, so, hot why Euron, right Euron <laughs> so
1: hot right now?" So hot right now. Because at the beginning of the episode, I was like, mm, "Interesting."
0: There were some cool angles, <laughs> but um, that's what did it. Is the that Vista? You're like, "God, you're you look very heroic." There's the just something about right like. That slightly open button chest, that'll do it right there.
1: What's a girl to do? It's
0: like you want to make fun of V-neck shirts, you can't. but it's like, come on, look at what it's doing for you.
1: Whatever, we all know the rollercoaster of me being in and out, falling in and out of love with Euron since we saw him seasons ago. But Does
0: it change things for you to know that he's the one who almost killed Jamie Lannister?
1: I I don't like Euron. It just, there was a moment of weakness. <laughs> 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 all, what I'm trying to say is... Jamie's, the way Jamie's arc ended to me was extremely out of character. And we can talk about what that might look like in the books. And I don't, if I know that this is how things are supposed to play out in the books, but I don't see it. I don't see in the books, Jamie and Cersei being crumbled by the Red Keep in each other's arms necessarily. To me, that's just like, I no, but I, but Daenerys making these decisions to... Burn King's Landing to the ground, I absolutely can see that happening in the mm-hmm. books. I just think that we're going to be able to get to a place where that makes more sense and where that those decisions and that trajectory is clearer and not we were, more out of left field than it feels necessarily for us this season.
0: We were talking about that in our live stream, how if there was more time to have been put in situations like, let's talk about Varys and Tyrion and how that affects Daenerys. And then ultimately the, the situation you were just describing with Danny falling on King's Landing and then becoming someone that we don't really recognize. Whether that happens in the story before or after, just the idea of her doing that. Mm-hmm. If there was all those trials with Varys and Tyrion, if there were those difficult moments, if there was hardships, and there were, but um, really given to us in a way where we got to see their world become something that they don't recognize and where it falls out of their hands, like like water. They're trying to hold it, and mm-hmm. it's just they can't stop it.
1: And more stirred up than just Varys writing a bunch of letters right, that would exactly. never get sent, you know?
0: Right. Like yeah. like how Cersei was, when yeah. she knew there was nothing doing about it. Those are the times where, that, that's Daenerys, or not Daenerys, that was Brienne when she was in the cave with Lady Stoneheart. And she had a last word to scream. Those moments, those are the times that lead us to occasions where we would put Varys on trial or sorry, no trial, where we would just straight up kill him in a method like that. Those are the things Those that that's the way we get there. And so reading a song of ice and fire, if George R. R. Martin can achieve what you just described, I think that reading a Daenerys point of view chapter around King's Landing or any kind of assault like this with other characters going through similar situations, but in their own version of what we're describing through Daenerys this truly reached conclusion along every step of the way. How magnificent will that be reading that chapter where she's, I mean, going it's, we talked about it again in the live stream, but uh, it's like our final chapter with her that we have from A Dance With Dragons, that's Going to be our final chapter. It's put after the epilogue in our Feast with Dragons reading order, so it'll be the final chapter of that entire read through. Her moments after the fighting pits, her time walking in nature and exploring all of these thoughts about being a Targaryen.
1: Right.
0: I mean, geez, all, I know all of that. That I will know. be that will be something.
1: So I think that it'll that's, be like this exactly. So I think that that's why. If we put the context of the show, if we put the context of this episode especially from that point of view and kind of look at it from that scope, I think that it only elevates the experience that we're going to have watching Arya stumble through the streets of King's Landing or watching Cersei crumble and see her world falling apart or seeing John grapple with somebody who he has a very complicated relationship with but loves – do something that he doesn't agree with on a very fundamental level. You know, I think that these are all very interesting threads and and character development pieces that we're not necessarily going to get to spend a lot of time with that make me excited to continue to explore this story. Me too. And I think that, I mean, the way I feel (laughs) right now, I'm just like... (laughs) I just can't – we have one episode left. I just – I can't – I don't quite know how to comprehend or wrap my mind around what next week looks like as I think about King's Landing as burned to the ground.
0: hmm In the way that it was. In the way
1: that it was, and all bets are off.
0: Where it's still just – we don't know how it's going to go because the way we left the episode was Arya getting the hell out of Dodge.
1: I'm glad the episode ended that way. Yeah. I was a little bit nervous that we were going to – and I don't know why it felt this way, but I was nervous we were going to get a little bit of a neater bow at the end of this episode. So a what? That neater bow. What's that? Like tied with a bow. Oh, oh. I was worried that we were going to kind of feel a little bit more resolute at the end yeah. of this episode so that we could then get the final episode be more of a, of a cleanup. And not that the final episode won't be more of a cleanup, but there's a lot of pieces still left hanging and sure. a lot of questions for us to answer. That we can really dive into and and make progress instead of just not happy endings, but just endings left and right. right. And I, there was one point during this episode where I was taking notes and I was like, why does this even matter anymore? Because it's like, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> That's how so everyone like, felt. Yeah. It's like, I might as well just enjoy. I mean, this is it. I don't have to worry about, I mean, this is it. So... I don't need to take notes anymore because game of thrones is over <laughs> and all it's just crazy. It's crazy. I feel like Varys like taking my rings off cuz I know I'm about to die. So it's just I'm just feeling a lot of things right now.
0: Did you like it overall? I always
1: the, I always like the episode. I right. always come off the episode on Sunday. Loving it. Right. And I don't know how I'm going to feel in four days from now. but um,
0: Hearing you yeah. talk about it, it's a trippy thing for me. It feels like being on the other side of the Potter films kind of. Yeah. Or at least some of them. Because yeah. I wasn't able to be on the other side of them completely while knowing what was going to happen with the story. Because the books were still coming out for a good portion of those movies coming out. But at some point, the whole story was there. And then the, the movies were coming in. And then you would you know judge them as, as to how they... Compared to the canon, accordingly, and then you would form your opinions, and then you would have conversations about that. Mm-hmm. And through the course of this conversation, things have really transformed mm-hmm. from how they're going, how are things going to be in Game of Thrones and Song of Ice and Fire, to how, things, how are things are, are and in were. Game of Thrones and potentially A Song of Ice and Fire made conversation because I've needed to process it now after just watching it I was going through my thoughts while while watching the episode obviously because we're watching it in real time and mm-hmm. you're thinking because you're a human but now that I'm saying it out loud to my friend who I talk about Game of Thrones and A Song of Ice and Fire with that's it that's the end I like what they did with John <laughs> a lot <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, I'm still in it. I know. But you I, can't, I, liked, like, you can't, I liked what they did with John a You lot. can't
1: look me in the eye and say, that's it, that's the end. And well, then just keep going on with your random thoughts about, go on. So, John, what do you like about, what do you like about what they did with John in this episode? Well, Let's just talk uh, about it like it's a normal episode, okay?
0: <laughs> well, I, 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 we were him, you know? And uh, it, well, it's not about winning. No. It's about the fact that what happened to Jamie and Cersei is going to happen to all of us. Yeah. What do you want to be? Who are you? Would you fight people when they threw down their weapons just because you could? Would you take things that you don't deserve just because you can?
1: I don't know if not deserve... Are you saying that Daenerys doesn't deserve? I'm
0: thinking about Euron.
1: (laughs) Okay, well,
0: Euron. I'm thinking about the kind of guy like Euron Greyjoy, who's just like, ah, fuck it.
1: I'm the guy who killed Jamie Lannister.
0: I'm the guy who killed Jamie Lannister, and he didn't even kill Jamie Lannister. Euron is so
1: freaking annoying. He just was (laughs) there. He was just there, you know. Just there. He was just there. And it's like this is good and bad. This is not the time for you.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos.
1: The experts at Sonos work with renowned producers, mixers, and artists to meticulously design every speaker from the inside out, combining best-in-class woofers and tweeters with proprietary software. The result is an immersive listening experience and brilliant room-filling sound. Sonos
0: Trueplay puts the speaker tuning capability of the recording pros in the palm of your hands, optimizing the speaker's sound for the unique acoustics of your room. Sonos Home Theater also includes speech enhancement mode to clarify the sound of the human voice, perfect for when characters whisper or the action intensifies. Simply turn it on in the Sonos app and never miss a minute of the story. So should we talk about our time tonight in the Battle of King's Landing and also about what it was like for us to be immersed amidst the glory of all all of the violence crashing around us.
1: I've watched every single episode this season with this speaker, and so I can't remember what life (laughs) was
0: Sonos works with all your streaming services and is easy to control with the Sonos app, your TV remote, AirPlay 2, your voice, and Amazon Alexa, or the touch panel. Sonos speakers and components work seamlessly together, making it easy to customize your sound system and expand when you're ready. Simply connect Sonos over Wi-Fi and enjoy listening in every room. It's pretty nice to be able to buy these in pieces, and they're the kind of thing that has lasted over the years. I have Sonos components that I had from when I was in college that still works with the new stuff.
1: You can go to Sonos.com to order your sound system today. That's S O N O S.com. This episode is brought to you by Away.
0: Away offers high-quality luggage at a much lower price by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. And now you can choose from nine colors and four sizes. The carry-on, the bigger carry-on, of which Hannah brought to my house tonight.
1: No, I brought the medium. You
0: brought the medium, sorry. Mm-hmm. It looked like it looked like a bigger <laughs> carry-on. Or the large. Have you eyed down the large yet?
1: No, I've got the carry-on, the bigger carry-on and the medium size. That's it so far. It's exciting. So far.
0: (laughs) All suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate, which is lightweight and unrivaled in strength and impact resistance. And the 360 degree spinner wheels guarantee a smooth ride.
1: Best of all, both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge anything that's powered by a USB cord. And thanks to our lifetime warranty, if anything breaks, Away will fix or replace it.
0: Try it for 100 days. And if at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. No questions asked.
1: I travel all the time for my job. And when I first got the carry-on, that was my first piece of Away luggage. I couldn't live without it. So much to the point that I had to purchase multiple other sizes because I refused to use a luggage that is not Away. did you get mad your mom
0: for buying like a black suitcase that was kind of like I was your gifted. other Away bag? But you're like, yep. I
1: want these to match. Trashed it. I'm sorry, Mom. But I <laughs> I will not go anywhere. And I'm being dead serious without my Away.
0: For $20 off a suitcase, you can visit awaytravel.com owns and use the promo code OWNS during checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash owns, and use promo code OWNS, O-W-N-S, for $20 off a suitcase. The hound really wanted to kill his brother.
1: He tried real hard.
0: Kyburn, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Kyburn was just- body,
0: so weak and I mean, frail. come on. Uh, was that something
1: that we- God, though.
0: He was just like, you know, I really think that we should leave. I'm
1: surprised Arya didn't go with the hound.
0: Well, I I don't know. I mean, if the story there, if we're, if you, the thing is, if you're listening and you don't buy it, that's okay if you don't buy her making that decision. But it seems what they were trying to do is like up until the very end, until she realized there was more or potentially more than just dying and death. And it really was a last minute kind of thing. Jesus, I just want to say thank you to Game of Thrones (laughs) for giving me. The Hound and Arya arriving in King's Landing.
1: What? Oh yeah, that was and with Uh, he had this cloak over his head, as they're riding through the streets. That was amazing. Plug it into my body. That was amazing. And with Jamie not being able to get into the gates that was at the strange. beginning.
0: That was He's just holding up his hand. Soldier. <laughs> yes. uh, Hello. Uh, if anyone's ever tried to like get into an event, you know yeah. what I mean? You're yeah. like, hey, it's. You know, I'm the guy. Yeah. That's what you look like. Yeah. Every time.
1: Yeah, this. So, I mean, I my emotions are just so intensely focused on the second half of this episode, but the first half of this episode with the Hound and Arya yeah. And King's Landing and Jamie and Tyrion pacing and all these different things that my kind of God. set us up to get there, and even Varys' execution and Tyrion the way she, he grabs Varys' arm, mm, kind of as a thank you. Me. You know, I think that Why? this. I think that the setup. I think the setup of this episode. Why? <laughs> We
0: could really have good. had so much. It
1: could have always been that way. It could have been the, I, yeah. What
0: were you saying about the setup?
1: Just it, it was good, and it could have always been like that good. And I feel nah, like
0: I'm right. That's the I was thinking that the whole time. Yeah, I was thinking that the whole time that stuff I liked was happening. As
1: Varys is walking down to the beaches, and he's Tyrion and him share that little moment, and Jamie and Tyrion's whole thing. I don't know. It, I it was great. It was good. It wasn't It wasn't filled with the cliches that I think a lot of the earlier episodes this season were filled with. And so...
0: It's like they had something to prove. They had something yeah. to show. But, like, they were excitedly showing you something. Yeah. Why not do that with all the episodes? Yeah. And then when you get to points where you're, like, showing stuff, it doesn't feel uneven. It doesn't feel like some of it may not have even called for its own action. I wonder how confused some folks might be about Daenerys' decision. Like... Who
1: By some folks, don't you Im- mean all of us? I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, but
0: I mean those who don't aren't embroiled with the history of her uh, family, potentially just waking the dragon. But mm-hmm. I guess they did have that really strategically placed before this episode, where they showed Daenerys's face, the mad face when she was that walking was away, and played all the different very cool quotes about her.
1: That was very cool. I hope everybody had the opportunity to see that that and didn't just fast forward through to get to the episode.
0: That almost is like, depending on how you look at it. I mean, of course, you can watch the episode standalone. That's the way that it was designed to be made. But those trippy before the episode things, I mean, if you use it like that, that becomes almost supplemental content it's so it's so heavy-handed though it's like having a player's guide to the video game but having it built into the video game where it's like all right, it's about to be a crazy moment in the game. yeah, something's mm-hmm. gonna happen and this is the stuff you need to remember beforehand
1: back to what you were asking about other people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something that I have found very interesting this season as a whole just in my moving through the world is when we were watching season seven, I very much felt like I was watching a different TV show than all of my friends and family members who are casual viewers. I remember you about viewers. that. Yeah. I very much felt like we were talking about a lot of the things that we struggled with in season seven that didn't quite make it out into the rest of, it was very much inside baseball. Okay. From people who listen to the podcast and people who are like participate in the community versus all the other casual viewers out there who aren't as intensely involved as people who listen to podcasts. Yeah. People who weren't as intensely involved, I felt like really enjoyed season seven and were able to not be stressed out about things like the cave scene. And a lot of that hit home for them, while I think for us, we struggled with it and I struggled with it. But I feel like in season eight, I haven't felt that deep of a divide. And so when we talk about how are people gonna grapple with Daenerys' decision or how are they gonna feel about that? I think that a lot of people are going to and maybe are, and will, and are feeling this in this exact moment feel as if that that was out of character for her in a way that maybe we would have said last season. You know what I'm trying to say here? Yeah, definitely.
0: So if that's the case, then is there not a chain reaction from there that cheapens all of the resulting action from that thing that she did?
1: For sure. And so that's what I'm saying is I think that people – this season are much more critical than they've been in seasons past. And not just us, the people who are in it all day, every day, but just the casual viewer as well, I think, are finding things to be a little bit more critical of. And I don't know if that's because everybody's writing about Game of Thrones, so your access to analysis is much broader <laughs> yeah. than it was ever before. But I was at a um, show
0: last night, a concert, and we're – no, I was at a, a cast who's been on the podcast. Mm-hmm. At their birthday. Oh, nice. And uh, we were talking about Game of Thrones and the Boltons, of course. (laughs) And uh, someone random was walking by and commented on, uh, like, one of their friends commented on one of our friends uh long claw umbrella mm-hmm. and so cool. this guy was like I just saw my first Game of Thrones. Yeah we're like he was we're like yeah 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 and he was like yeah he's like Arya killed the Night King that was the first <laughs> one he saw he's like I'm gonna go back you know, wow. I'm gonna go back though <laughs> okay, good and luck. like watch. so you know yeah it's it's like I was saying earlier with the Potter stuff like especially you to all of you listening to the podcast right now but maybe strangely to some of you that are listening in the future Like Try to put yourself in the position of all this happening in real time and seeing the result and being conflicted and having the opportunity to say that some people are just wrong and they just don't get it and that they'll never get it and that this is trash because they just don't get it the way that you do. It's interesting because George R. R. Martin isn't working on the show now mm-hmm. and he isn't writing it. And he's also not commenting about it. He's mm-hmm. also commenting on other stuff that H, even HBO is doing at this very moment yeah, and not the show right now. So I think there's not a, a, a opportunity for people to get a lot of closure, partially because of that and because of a lot of other things like we're. Sort of waiting for someone definitive to say how we get to feel about this, but I don't, that's not how it's going to happen.
1: No, and I don't think we're ever going to feel closure. I mean, I'm getting an insight into how I'm going to feel next week, which is just <laughs> empty. You, you're giving me Daenerys I'm talking struggling. to Tyrion
0: about various vibes right now. I just am having a really
1: hard time compre- like processing that we're at this point. I just.
0: Well, this is just how it's going to be moving forward. Game of Thrones. Ep- final episode nine, which was an episode five, is over. We have one episode we left. We got
1: one episode left.
0: And we've got a lot to sort through.
1: Who's gonna sit the Iron Throne? We can still ask that question. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think we know we it, it know. right now, it's Daenerys. Is I, it don't, I just don't know if anyone can compare to what she's brought to the table right now. Dragons. I can't believe Dragon.
1: I can't believe Tyrion set Jamie free, told him to leave.
0: That was pretty wild.
1: Set Cersei free. Yeah.
0: I don't know if people are gonna like those moves on behalf Makes of the sense. show.
1: No, I like it. I like it. I'm I telling mean, everybody how to feel. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's <laughs> what some of us do. I like it. I uh The
1: only thing I think that was truly out of character is Jamie. Which part of it? Go Jamie. Crushing all of his work in the last handful of seasons and dying with Cersei. I think that that was a little out of character.
0: You just can't have Jamie and Euron, who had just escaped Dragonfire and swam however long, <laughs> randomly cross paths with each other and have <laughs> us watch it and go, Yeah, totally. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come on.
1: Uh, so funny. <laughs> if Jamie died right there, I would have been living dude you I were mad i was through the roof when he
0: got stabbed yeah you like almost i thought you were gonna throw your laptop
1: yeah i was angry that was
0: that was crazy because i thought that jamie <laughs>
1: lannister was being killed by euron on some random beach in king's landing no i get it but i was man, and still you like jamie
0: a lot it seems it's
1: not even that i necessarily <laughs> like jamie which i do it's that he's not there's no way he goes out like that mm. with somebody like Euron Greyjoy Trying to get back to Cersei like, To me that just is so wild I was so upset that that could possibly happen You're like he I, doesn't
0: randomly cross Jamie On his way to Cersei Euron doesn't and get doesn't to stop kill Jaime Lannister like
1: yeah. Euron Greyjoy in the TV series Does mm-hmm. not get to kill Jamie Lannister That's not what he does And he didn't So we're cool But there was a moment there When I was I was freaking out So <laughs> Wow. Anyway, I missed Sansa in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Sansa
0: went through a scene that was similar to this in King's Landing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Those riots back in the day.
1: Seems so long ago. Now the Hound is gone.
0: Jamie just trying to sneak into King's Landing. Get out of here, man. <laughs>
1: Hey, guys, it's me. Let me in. It's me and Jamie. Hey. Remember? Hey. hey! it's me! Wow. It's
0: so crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Arya and the Hound, though.
1: That was so cool. So
0: cool, dude. Let them come.
1: Man. Wow. We got a lot to process.
0: Yeah. I was watching it, and I was like, hell yeah, at the beginning, whenever they were, uh, when they cut to the the thing that has been the most popular promo image, when I was talking about yes. on the stream earlier yeah. with the tech guys yeah. in the towers, yeah, they cut to that, and I was like, "Man, they're just Let's nailing some shit in this episode." Let's get so some it. of it was pretty was pretty cool. I really liked how they made. I was trying to get my thought about it when I was talking to you earlier. It's still not going to mean anything to you because it's about World of Warcraft. Love
1: it. Bring it on.
0: Just the way that all the troops were around, like the big uh, – just on the tower, the way they were clumped together in the tower, and the way that they were lumped around the the crossbows. And just mm-hmm. – they, they looked like – Bad guys. When you're doing like a big assault in mm-hmm. one of those video games, the way that the bad guys all kind of like group together—they're mm-hmm. called ads. Just it's kind of like you just you get rid of the trash, so you can go fight the important guy. Yeah, I yeah. got that that vibe. This whole episode where we were just cutting through trash mobs, trying to get to Cersei basically, and oh. she stopped at some point and was like, "No, I'm just going to make sure everyone dies because I'm feeling I'm feeling myself that much."
1: One of those trash whatever you called them was Harry Strickland and the entire yeah, Golden Company. That's true.
0: Well, that, that, I mean, some, sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes you roll in really hot and you're like, I'm literally going to take out everyone because you thought it was going to be something else and now it's like this. What? Yeah. Uh, was it the whole Golden Company? I mean, with just the wall burst? Yeah, that seems a bit anticlimactic. Your face looks like, uh, wait a second. These were cell swords from Essos. (laughs) They were supposed to bring Phagon. I'm just having a hard time. Et cetera.
1: I'm having a hard time. What
0: is this?
1: I'm just, I mean, the reality of all of this is I'm just struggling with the fact that we're at the end. And Mm. so I think I'm just having a hard time processing everything. And I say this because I know that everybody listening or the majority of people listening are probably feeling the same way Mm -hmm. or felt the same way in the hour preceding the, the episode. It's just, we got one left.
0: Well, luckily they have like a million podcasts and YouTube videos to watch between now and then all these different clues. They're going to be setting up this mysterious final episode where even if you've been reading leaks or spoiler alerts or whatever the hell are available at whatever points along the, the course of these weeks, you may not even have the right one for this episode. What's left to
1: speculate though?
0: Well, apparently they filmed a couple different endings.
1: Yeah. Which is great and all, but like what's left for us to speculate, you um, know, like truly what is left?
0: Here's the hope.
1: (laughs) But I'm not, I'm not even saying that as a negative thing. Right. Necessarily. At
0: the end of, of this episode, that horse and Aria. Mm -hmm. And Aria's arc through this episode and Aria's position with the night king. To me is is and I'm, I'm a lot of you are probably making fun of me at home right now and that's totally fine. You're probably making <laughs> fun of me for a long time, but you listen to this podcast, Never. so <laughs> I'm making fun of you. No, uh, I think that that's there's something there. There's mm-hmm. some kind of hope that there's more to what they're saying. There is more, and that and and that there's more to this world, and we may only get a whisper of it. We may only brush against it. And the episode with Bran, but I feel like we got close in certain moments in this episode, Jamie and Cersei, mm-hmm. Arya and that horse. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a promise slightly, maybe, or maybe that's as close as we get, but I think that we're going to feel something else and it's going to, so. it's going to mean more and it's going to, it's going to show that this was all representative of a thing, yeah, which is a thing. We don't know what the thing is.
1: Yeah. And I guess I mean our we'll, the questions will come from us for our discussion questions mm-hmm. this week. But yeah. things like who sits the iron throne and what does Jane, what is, not, what does Jamie do? Rest in peace. <laughs> what does John do next? It's kind of some of the big questions. So
0: well, he wasn't kissing Daenerys, so he probably won't kiss her now. Nah, unless he's really into that whole thing.
1: I think he's kind of done kissing her. You think so? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I would be like, "Hey, <laughs> that was pretty crazy what you just did."
1: Yeah. Wow. We got one episode left.
0: A lot of people died. There was a lot of violence. A lot of violence, and it was kind of uh, shocking. A lot of people died at the Battle of Winterfell too, but it didn't feel this dangerous. It, it felt a intimate. lot more scary. Yeah. Felt really scary. Felt really, really scary. But it is different. Man these must have been difficult things to grapple with When they were making the show Because yeah. they have to make stuff translate in so many ways Not just like in a, a book where You're already a fantasy reader And you're already six books in So the final battle is like yeah plug it into my veins I right. love fantasy <laughs> shit Yes yeah. Even when you actually have to show it yeah, And you're like man it's a lot more effective When John just kills a guy I talked for like three minutes about John killing a random Lannister yeah. guy yeah, But he could kill a million zombies And I'm like I'm not buying yeah, that. Over it <laughs> I'm not buying it it's not that impressive <laughs> These guys don't even fight that well.
1: You're like, there's no real tension in this battle. Right, <laughs> yeah. It, meanwhile, there's a
0: giant, giant holding. Anyway, you guys get it. You got some notes that you're you're breaking out right now?
1: I just, I'm trying really hard to.
0: Good, I'll buy time. Keep
1: and, it together. And think about my own right now. Hmm. I mean, it seems like there's a Danny Sansa conflict coming still, right? Or are we just done with that?
0: Well, she definitely was not happy about Sansa.
1: Yeah, I just feel like that's still something that's going to be
0: resolved. That would be painful for a lot of people to to see happen, but I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if Sansa is going to be like summoned to King's Landing. That would be interesting.
1: John and Daenerys going to survive?
0: They're both alive right now.
1: Things I never truly g- <laughs> asked myself.
0: Yeah, it'll <laughs> be deceived. interesting to see how it orders. So we've got troops that remain. Let's let's say that Grey Worm and his people remain. So so Daenerys, if he represents like a military strength, they still have their they still have their guy, their leader, yeah. and she still have, has her men. Right. Daenerys has Drogon. Right. And Drogon's better trained than he's ever been because she's pissed off, and right. he's, he's buying it. He's like, well, you're and the, the way they were the
1: dodging those. Arrows? Oh yeah, they knew
0: it was coming Yeah, They had a talk pre-game They're like, yeah. listen, your brother's <laughs> But you need yeah. to be Otherwise you're going to die and me with you Because we're going to fall a long way if you get hit by one of these things So we're going to need to be a lot better Than you've ever been before And it's going to be crazy This is going to have to be seamless Because we're going to do it to the length of one song Anyway, so. so All
1: jokes aside I mean, I we can talk about this On our next episode, but we've got John and Davos and Tyrion and Arya, who are very much seemingly not on Daenerys' side. Daenerys is
0: going to want to kill Tyrion because she's going to hear about how Jaime got freed. Maybe. Maybe not. It might just go down as like a brand or a brand only fact where Bran's like, I know Tyrion, let me out. My gosh. And he's like holds it over, over Tyrion. He's like, yeah. I'll tell Daenerys, even though oh. like the realm's been reordered and everyone's free and it's all good uh, now. Tyrion
1: just like goes to kill Bran.
0: Yeah, Bran. <laughs> he's like, you're the last guy who knows. <laughs> Bran's like, I know every, everybody's everything.
1: Yeah. Alright.
0: How is she going to get into the throne room? You know, so she she gets there. Does a the throne room exist? Has, yeah, yeah, I guess we would have. Yeah. seen
1: we would have seen that burn. Yeah. Surely,
0: yeah. But the that scene of her, oh, just remember, she did go to the house of the Undying. She did walk through a burnt King's Landing. She's had a crazy history. All right, she might have done this
1: when the ashes were falling on Arya like snow. This. can we watch this episode again right now? (laughs) Cool. (laughs) She's
0: going to summon Saunsa to King's Landing. She's going to be like, you have to pay for your crimes, you told.
1: What if Daenerys just executes everyone? everyone?
0: She might just execute everyone.
1: And it's just her left at the end.
0: John says, you know, I mean, like, he already sort of just showed her how he felt. He was like, I'm not going to, we're not going to be that anymore.
1: Wow, I am i can't wait. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see how they wrap it up.
0: Okay. Want to do owns?
1: I guess. Are we? Yeah. What do you got? Oh, man. What do I want to give my own to? There's a couple moments that are coming to mind that I'm then going to pick my favorite from that moment. And most of these I mentioned. One, Tyrion walking through the gates while they were burning. I just thought that was such an amazingly cool image. Two... The ash falling on Arya near the end of the episode. Um, And that whole scene with her escaping. Three. Cersei running down the steps in the middle of Cleganebowl. I don't know why (laughs) that made me laugh so much. The fact that Cleganebowl even happened. Um... I don't know. I mean, can I give all of those my own? I just, I got owned by this episode, truly. (laughs) I still, and I know people write in that into us all the time, but I, you, like, I'm still at the end of us recording and I still don't have it together. Right on. You know? Um, But I think I'm going to give my own too. Yeah. All that? All that. Is that allowed?
0: Yeah, I think. You can make the rules. Okay. <laughs> what are
1: you going to give your own to? I want
0: to give my own to Cersei slash Lena Headey for really, I think, just holding this whole episode down. Yeah. She, it kept cutting back to her as the progress got closer.
1: In her Lannister red. In her
0: Lannister red. she's overlooking the city and also owned all those moments where we got to see the city from above, whether you agree with it or not. A lot of that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. I know that. I'm going to have more time to dream up my cinematic vision of how this could have been like, Oh, this alleyway close up on the fire was a little unbelievable or something like that. But for now that felt really cool. And Cersei really made me feel like the hopelessness of life, which is all I'm trying to get out of a lot of this stuff that I do. So thanks for that. That was pretty cool. (laughs) I was like, this whole thing has been worth it. When I, when I saw that moment and I really liked that. And I'm interested to know what all of you guys are writing into us right now that we can't look at because it's very distracting. But we appreciate that you are with us on these Sunday nights. The, there's one more. This has been the second to last for the series. We always talk about the books in the off season, and we've got more time to explore the rest of A Song of Ice and Fire. But right now, that was... Still don't know what the name of the episode was called, but that was Daenerys and Jon Snow and everybody else attacking King's Landing. That was Cleganebowl.
1: We did not talk about Cleganebowl almost at all.
0: What is there to say? What is there to say?
1: It just, it happened. Owned to
0: Sandor Clegane for holding his own against that specter of an undead mountain.
1: I can't believe Cleganebowl happened.
0: 2K19. If you'd like to send in your owns, you can join the voices of everybody else that's doing it right now this Sunday night, but we'll be accepting them for the rest of the week. You can write us at Game of Owns on Twitter, Instagram. We're Game of Owns on Facebook. You can send us an email, contact at com. You can get a t-shirt if you'd like to wear a podcast t-shirt. They're at com slash shirts. I was gonna wear one in the live stream tonight. Dang! Only have another chance to do it I like know. one time.
1: I'm out because I'm all the clothes I'm gonna be wearing are here. <laughs> for,
0: <'cause> I, <laughs> literally going off the grid for that. Yeah, so yeah, I am mean, going off the grid. You're gonna have a I lot see. of time in nature to process. I need a the lot of, time. of of Westeros.
1: I need a lot of time in nature, just me and the mountains and George R. R. Martin. Um, but should we talk about so? Next week. Oh, yeah. You'll you'll see this on our social media channels, but we are throwing a party for the finale. And we want you guys to participate with us and to hang out with us. Um, It's going to be here in New York City. Please. Next Sunday. And there'll be more information on Twitter and on Facebook as soon as you got the Eventbrite posted. So keep an eye out. But we'd love to see you next Sunday.
0: Yes, that would be awesome. We're going to be... Experiencing a finale that's probably gonna make us feel even weirder than this one did. So why not do all of that together? Let's do it together. I will be awesome.
1: We need each other. So (laughs) get your plans together because we've got a big day ahead of us one week from today.
0: Yeah, we're costumes.
1: We're costumes at this point.
0: I'm trying to decide whether or not it's gonna be like Old Dario, New Dario, or (laughs) Ghost.
1: (laughs) So many. I'm just going to get a shirt and write Sansa on it, probably.
0: (laughs) You should get that Sansa shirt that we put on that Instagram story that's just covered in Oh yeah, That's a crazy shirt. That's a
1: good shirt. I had my mom make me a Sansa shirt for a panel I did a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Right on. Anyway.
0: Wait, PSA for everyone that's listening. Uh, You can go online and you can like buy articles of clothing from different places where they print. Like patterns, just over and over, so you could like get someone's face or like a taco or something, just print it over and over on a pair of pants or like a shirt or a hat or whatever. It's ridiculous. Just a little.
1: We're gonna we're gonna go on a shopping ridiculous. spree. This is like how we cope with our feelings. We're just gonna buy a bunch of random garbage on the internet. No, I'm gonna
0: about <laughs> to go in there and destroy that ice cream we got earlier. Oh yes, that overpriced store bought. Oh ice my gosh, cream. Forgot okay. oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I've been thinking about it the whole time. I already
1: feel so much better. All right.
0: Do we have anything else? Did we not say anything? Is that it? Are we good?
1: I think that that's it.
0: Thanks so much for hanging out with us, everyone. I'm going to get this episode up as fast as possible.
1: Please keep writing into us as we continue to process this week.
0: And that'll be it.
1: We'll be back soon.
0: And before we go, we'd like to thank Sonos for fueling half of our audio visual experience in the Game of Owns podcast household tonight. Thank you, Sonos.
1: The Sonos Home Theater works with all your streaming services and even includes speech enhancement mode to clarify the sound of the human voice. Simply connect Sonos over Wi-Fi and enjoy listening in every room.
0: Go to Sonos.com to order your sound system today. That's S-O-N-O-S dot Thank you.